Welcome to this episode of the 9420 Podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. And welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast. That was Chris Day with Let's Go. Hi, Carl and Greg. How are you both doing? Hello, Carl and hello, Greg. Hello, hello. I like that tune. It's a lot of, um, it reminds me of the Ramones. I get 1980 through 1985, there was this kind of post-punk, um, like they called it new new romantic, but it was, it was basically new wave. But you had people like Billy Idol and Adam Ant and Bram Tchaikovsky. Just a whole group of, of, of guys that had a ton of charisma, a lot of energy. And it was on the more rock side rather than pop for pop stars. And I just, I like this track a lot. I tell you a funny story. Back in, uh, I guess, the the seventies, late seventies, I loved this band called The Records. They had a great song called Tina Rama. Such a great band. Starry Such Eyes, band. right? Very much that kind of power pop stuff from the late seventies. Flash forward to like you know, I guess late eighties. Yeah. Our guitar player left, so we auditioned guitar players, right? So we we had an audition at a uh, SAR in the city, and you know we had an open call in the Village Voice. Got a bunch of guitar players. In walks this older English dude, right? Hands me his cassette, right? And on the cassette are Starry Eyes and Peter <laughs> Rama, and I'm going, I go. This is the guy from the records. <laughs> this is the actual the guy from the records. And, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we didn't take him, but it was just so funny. Cool, though. I mean, 
Those records still hold up, you know? Yeah, Tina Rama is a great song. Anyone out there, Google Tina Rama by the records. It's really cool. But uh, no, I, I really, really like this track. The thing I like about it is that it's got that energy and that charisma those new wave acts had, but he's a, actually a better singer. He's a, he's a really good singer. Yeah, I like his voice. I definitely like his yeah. voice. So I, I like this a lot, and I'm anxious to hear the rest of the track. So that's good. So, Chris, we got we got more, more of Chris later on. But what do you want to talk about? Again, I have nothing to say. <laughs> Seems like lately you have nothing to say, Carl. I have nothing to say. You know, I, I am... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing this Buddha stuff, and Buddha talks about, you know, empty the mind. Maybe I've been doing it too much. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't empty your mind that much, much because mind, we need you to talk about something. Too much mind <laughs> emptiness. Yeah. But, but you know what I was thinking we were talking about before? And tell me what you think of this, Greg and Nicole. Like, bands you love, right? Like, I know, like, I love the Beatles, right? And I know their whole catalog. I've heard, I, I can actually say I've heard every Beatles song. But then there are a lot of acts that I do love that I don't even know a lot of their songs, like the Stones. I like the Stones, but I don't know a lot of the deep cuts. I don't know a lot of the, you know, I, I know a bunch of their tunes. I know, you know, but I don't know the albums like I know the Beatles. Even Bowie. Bowie, I know like Honky Dory, Ziggy Stardust, and Latin Sane. Then little snippets of stuff throughout beyond that, you know? Like McCartney. Yeah. I hardly know much of McCartney's solo career. For all I know, there might be some amazing gems in some of that McCartney solo stuff that I don't even know of. You know, I, Really? I, you know, Is that true? Yeah, I, I don't know a lot of that. Every I don't know, single note no, ever uttered by... No, well, we know I'm Carl has rendered. been critical of McCartney beforehand, so... Right, <laughs> I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm a Beatles fan, not necessarily... Like, like, I don't even know a lot of Lennon stuff. I don't know some of the stuff on walls and bridges and stuff. That shocks me, because I thought that yeah. you were like kind of all things Beatles all the time. No. But I think that goes into what I was saying before, that... There are fan phases that we go through when it comes to who we like and how much we're going to invest our time into learning the material that they're putting out there. So like for Carl, he loves the Beatles. So he knows everything, you know, inside and out about their career, about the songs that they've produced and things like that. But when it comes to them as individuals, the Beatles were it for him, but he fan phased for McCartney and Lennon. And I think we all go through that in terms of, not necessarily what's hot right now, but who we're liking at particular times in our lives. And I think we also have bands and artists that we keep with us from day one all throughout their career. So that's personally my take on it. I, I agree with you, Nicole. I think that uh, artists also go through those same kinds of phases. And for me, I've talked about this a lot on this podcast. There, There's this idea that I think that artists hit a sweet spot and I think they make, you know, four or five records in succession that are extraordinary, but I think that they all time out eventually. I, right. I, I can't think of any band that hit their peak and then continued to make extraordinary albums, you know, well after the initial three or four or five. Well, then how would you look at it? Because I know we, we've talked about it before, like the rock star is dead and things like that. But like for people who are kind of nowadays in it, like the Taylor Swifts and the Justin Biebers, do you think that they've hit their peak or that they're going to hit their peak soon? Or like, wh what do you guys think about now? 
I think they've absolutely hit their peak. I was just hearing uh, recently, in the last few days, on the top 100 songs as have been streamed on Spotify. And the way I interpreted it, it was, I mean, in the top five of the songs having been streamed billions of times, there's an artist called Bad Bunny. Right. I've never heard of Bad Bunny. I've heard the exactly. Name. So that that's my point. I mean, less than one percent of the popular population knows who he is, but yet he, uh, if it's a he, I'm not that familiar. I think it's a he is garnering this spot that's you know like hallowed ground, you know, in the top five billions of streams ever presented on Spotify. He's not going to be remembered past you know 2028 let alone make another three or four records that are going to change the face of recorded music. Well, I I guess also, Greg, I have a question for you. So we know Carl's kind of like forever favorite band is the Beatles. Do you have one? I think that the, the first five Elton John records I know probably better than the people that played on them. Yeah, I stopped listening after Captain Fantastic. Yeah, me too. So I can, I'm, I'm with you on that. Me. I also love a band from England from the uh, 90s called Prefab Sprout. I know they have a fairly small catalog, so I know everything that's ever been recorded by that band. They're one of my top bands. But really, I, like I say, I, I lose interest after four or five records. And so I've never, I've never heard anybody string 10 perfect albums together. The Beatles. Never. I've never heard any. <laughs> the Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles don't even have 10 albums. They have 13 albums. Well, Greg, you learn something new every comp- day. No, some, of the, some of those aren't compilations. No, they're, they're, they're like, they're 13 those albums. Are, those are releases they worked on. Yeah. Well, you only hear people talk about the White Album and Rubber Soul and, and Abbey uh, Road. Beatles 6 and Help, Hard Day's Night, Meet the Beatles. Come on, there's this, you know, Magical Mystery Tour, Abbey Road. I don't Come know, on. man. I mean, nobody is going to say that Magical Mystery Tour is Sgt. Pepper's. Which I think it's better, actually. You know, Sgt. Pepper I, I, is, is one of my least favorite Beatle records. You know, it's mm. it's more, Sgt. Pepper to me represents more. But don't you think that's the I, the iconic record they well, made? Well, yeah, but again, like it's only because of what it represents. It was the first time, that was like the, the watershed moment when music went from, you know, dance, something to dance to or something to listen to. You know, they put their words on the cover, a lot of other stuff involved in why that record was, was bigger. Right. But the songs itself, weren't i don't think as great as magical mission tour even though it's a conglomeration it has penny lane i'm the walrus strawberry fields you know you, it's a better record you know yeah i'm sorry there's better songs on that record in my opinion but i, I just can't goodbye. think of anybody i cannot think of anybody that i could point to to say you know what they had 10 extraordinary albums not five bowie, i can't find bowie acts did. that ha- we well, you know, no, he did he had Ziggy Stardust, and he had uh, maybe Low. Yep, so and you know, Greg, you know, not to Honky Dory is amazing. Honky Dory Aladdin is Sane amazing. Was amazing. Okay, we got three. Aladdin Sane is amazing. That's four. Okay, let's keep Diamond going because we're not going to get to ten. Diamond, Diamond Dogs, Dogs is Scary my, probably Monsters. my favorite. Uh, Scary Monsters, Roger, I don't think would be in Low, the pantheon. All those records. I so don't all- think that. 
scary monsters come you're wrong well, well, it's, it's obviously like an the, 80s throwaway you, it's, you know? you, you're wrong you don't know what you're talking yeah. about yeah, and then, and then bowie was the one of the only artists that i know of of even of, of mccartney anybody who like not not the lazarus record which was kind of interesting in itself but the record before yeah. that he had the single called where are we now that to me i love that song as much as any bowie song it's the oh, only- i'm 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 an ex- I'm, I'm a huge fan i'm just saying that you could probably make a case for he made 5 extraordinary albums yeah. and the rest absolute beginnings out his career you're wrong you're wrong well you don't know now you've you know i've i've lost you know what i used to think you were a song guy my best song guy you've lost all credibility with me now give me the list of i just albums. gave you a bunch you didn't tell me no i'm, I'm quitting this podcast I, I modern be- love is probably as good i want a new guy as- nicole <laughs> we want a new guy we got a new guy. I don't like this great guy anymore, man. Yeah. Well, why don't we? I think this is a great time because we've made progress this episode. You got to the 15 minute mark before you said you wanted to quit. So- uh, give me 10 Led Zeppelin albums. Every, Le- every Led, Zeppelin Led Zeppelin album. They only made nope. seven, though. Nope, nope, nope. Well, you're, see, again, you're wrong. You're wrong. You just you know what you're talking about. Can we get rid of this guy, Nicole? How do we get rid of this guy? <laughs> well, but, instead of getting rid of him, why don't we listen to the guy who we're featuring this week and go into another song and get to know him so that you and Greg can then finish your little tit for tat okay. on All right. who your fan favorites are. All right. So let's listen to Chris Day's latest single called The Liar, The Truth. But before we hear it, we're going to listen to his management company, Publicity Nation PR. This episode features an artist from Publicity Nation PR. Publicity Nation PR is a music, entertainment, and lifestyle public relations and artist development agency based in Nashville, Tennessee. They are an industry leader in music and entertainment publicity, artist development, branding, and commercial projects for artists, entertainers, entrepreneurs, and social influencers. Their drive, dedication, and exemplary work ethic leads the way to their client success. For more information, go to publicitynation.com. Again, that is publicitynation.com. Say 
there's an old like I remember like on, on the Sinatra I think the uh, the reprise years whatever it was you know he's doing one of his songs and then the record fades out and he screams. Oh no! Is this one of those fadeaway records? Like back then, you know, <laughs> yeah. records never fade. That was a new thing. He didn't right? like that. He yeah, didn't yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So you know, that's that, now I like this. You know, again, very appropriate title for now. Um, I don't want to get political, but yeah, what do you want? The lie or the truth? You know, that's pretty much <laughs> what's going on in America right now. Basically, Most what everyone folks wants. Can't differentiate. So you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I want. Does Depends on what the really truth is. They want the, yeah. Does anyone really know what they want or do they want to just keep believing the lie? Well, like Chicago said, does anyone really know what time it is? Yep, there you go. <laughs> what do I want? What do I need? Oh man. Yeah. It's cool, man. I, again, again, retro, you know? Yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of get fired up listening to this. I think uh, he's got a great voice and it's very uh, distinctive and it, it sounds really, really you know, it's well, no prefab sprout no or prefab deluxe. Yeah, but <laughs> and I don't know if he's going to be able to pull off the ten album challenge. But <laughs> I think you're wrong, Greg. And the Who list the ten albums that the Who made that are extraordinary. Can't be done. What's it with this? Can't be ten, done. What's with this ten albums? Why is it? I don't ten know albums? why it became ten albums. I'm, I'm uh, curious it as to why. Ten al- it, it became ten albums for me because if you're talking about a band b- having the longevity to keep people engaged for years and years and years, and garnering this stardom that everybody seems to be chasing, why can't that be done? If if I'm an extraordinary musician, rock star personage. Why can't I go into the studio and make an amazing album every single time? Most bands have made five. I don't think anybody's made 10. That's all I'm saying. Well, I was going to say, why don't we leave this conversation on the table for maybe talking about it later, but let's talk to our artist of the week, Chris Day, and see what he had to say with our questions of the week. All right. So the first question that we asked Chris is to tell us a little bit about himself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm all out of faith. I'm all out of time. Pretending I'm holding all these pieces together, but I'm just completely out of my mind. That's from my one of my new songs. It's on my new album, Hidden in Plain Sight. I'm a singer and a guitar player and a songwriter. And I've been in the game for quite some time and had a lot of fun and success along the way. Now I'm just putting out some new music to share with the world. We'll see what happens. Mainly, I want to play. I just want to get out and play in front of people. So I'm doing that as much as possible these days. Keep an eye out for me. This is Chris Day. Yeah, I think he's the first person to quote a lyric to tell us a little bit about himself. I like that. All right. So the second question that we asked him is, what music artists have inspired your career so far? What other music artists have inspired your music career so far? Well, man, I grew up on classic rock mostly, but I'd say I love Radiohead. I love what Jack White does. I'm into this band, The Rival Sons. These are the people that are kind of round in my head when I'm working these days. So definitely inspiring to me. Yeah, that's cool. Jack White, I, that gives you some information, some inside information on he would understand the, you know, like the kind of the 
positioning of somebody like Sylvain Sylvain and you know the New York the guy dolls, from the dolls? those kinds of people. Yeah, David Johansson. He's always been a fascinating character to me. I mean, he's like he had two careers. He actually did that thing that what was it called? Buster Poindexter. Buster Poindexter. Right, right. which I didn't, I didn't like, you know, but um. <laughs> We have well, that was kind of a revival thing as well, you know. Hot, 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 right? Is that him? Yeah, yeah. That was kind of a revival. Yeah, it, it probably of made more money, you know. In the 90s. Made more yeah, money. Yeah, he made a ton of money on that. Well, you know, more, more, more so than the dolls did. Oh, and, 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 and just, for the, just for the heck of it. <laughs> Don Kushner Jr. Jr. here with This Day in Rock. Today, Bobby Nunn was born in 1925. Who was Bobby Nunn? He was the member of the Coasters who sang the song Yakety Yak, Don't Talk Back. Oh, that's interesting. I oh, love that song. Uh, also, yeah. we had the number six single, Charlie Brown. So yeah, that was a good one, so too. That, that's who was born today. So this is Don Kirsten, Jr. Jr., <laughs> signing off. <laughs> what else is uh, – did we have one more question? We, we asked- did have one more question that we asked Chris. So we asked him, if there was one thing in the music industry that you can change, what would it be? Oh, I'm a- interested to hear <laughs> what he says, man. <laughs> We're both set. So. All right. If you could change one thing in the music industry, what would it be? <laughs> um, that the music industry would completely revolve around me and my music. That's what I would change. Yeah, that would be ideal. <laughs> I, I couldn't change the music industry. I mean, I don't even know what the music industry is anymore, man. It used to be pretty straightforward. But now it's like 20 million things and you're you're leaving little voice messages and sending them into outer space. See what happens. But, you know, hey, I'm just making music. And if the industry wants to get involved, that's great. Thank you. This is Chris Day signing off. I don't know if I love this guy or if he's just so, so weird. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 quite honestly. No, I like it. I like, I like him it. too. I think. I think it's the. Quite honestly, it's probably the best answer we've gotten. Yeah, this question. it's the most th- truthful, at least. I think we can retire. Oh, it's very the question. honest. We yeah, can retire the question now. No, no, no. We don't retire the question because I, I can hear the wheels turning every time we ask that question. I can hear the wheels turning on the other end of the speak pipe there and what i what i really liked about his answer too you can tell this was the first time he even looked at the questions so like there was no thought out like handwritten message or answer or anything so sometimes i i'm not over the moon about some of the things that have been featured i really like this i i think this is good stuff and um i i hope that he does get to that the place where he'll continue to make records and uh, not care whether or not there's an industry behind him or not. So anyway, so yeah, I have nothing to talk about anymore. Do we have anything more to say about anything? <laughs> I don't think so. Did we say anything about anything? I think we did. I mean, we talked about fan phases and you and Greg argued on these 10 album rules. So ladies and gentlemen, this will be, this will be Greg's last performance. <laughs> this will be my last. We'll be, Anybody we'll be taking is- auditions yeah, right. for the other Audition guy. Tapes, you must <laughs> basically listen to the tapes, yeah. listen to what I and Nicole say and basically agree with us. And then but, um, but before you accept, yeah, before you accept replacing me, Give me a call and I'll, I'll clue you into a couple things <laughs> that you're getting yourself into. We're just yeah. joking. Greg will be back next week. Yeah. 
I might. I'll admit this. I think for good or for bad, I think we actually do have a kind of a chemistry, the three of us. I think there is some kind of rapport that we have. I sometimes get concerned that the music that we feature that I hope that we fairly represent our love for the tracks that are featured. Well, and I think too, it's, it's our, it's our tagline. Like we feature the music that we love and we talk about the industry that we tolerate. Like, yeah. And that's what we kind of like kind of, do. Argue about. I mean, there are true. some times where we go off on tangents and talk about theses or things like that, but for the most part, we do stay stay on point. Elvis doesn't have ten albums. I think we kind of do. See, like you know, what's with this ten albums? Well, why is that the bar? Ten. My new podcast, ten albums. How about one? Name a band that has one perfect album. Oh, that's fun. That's uh, I can do that all day long. How about we do that next week? All right, that'll be next week's question. All right, Greg, you so, can stew we'll, on that and figure out which bebop the I have a, I have a list of yeah, well, are going to come into play. Modern music is is the best uh, prefab. Yeah, but uh, but no pre no no prefab sprouts or bebop deluxe. I want real records. You know, can uh, I bring Foghorn String okay. Band into the mix? No, no, no. <laughs> and and if you and if you like the music we're playing, we have over two hundred songs on our ninety four twenty playlist of over a hundred artists mm-hmm. that you know we yes. featured over the last you know, few years. And we're looking for one billion spins. Yeah, so come on, people. Go listen to our playlist, man. Not only sign up for the podcast, sign up for the playlist, too. Mm-hmm. You know, Give these artists some, some, some love. Yeah, duh. Well, get us out of this. All right, everyone. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the 9420 Podcast. We have one more song by Chris Day, so make sure you listen all the way through called On We Go. For everything that we spoke about, you can go to our website, which is 9420.com. That is the number is 94 and the letters T W E N T Y. Until next time, we'll talk to y'all later. I'm all out of faith. I'm all out of time. Pretending I'm holding all these pieces together, but I'm just completely out of my mind. Forces meant to draw us together Even as it's slow